Shalom, shalom, shalom. Welcome to the 12 Cities in Israel podcast. My name is Michael Sano. I'm Rachel Villegas. And we are the 12 Cities in Israel podcast, the only podcast that is bringing you a positive message about the state of Israel. Before we get started, please let me read off a couple of messages from our wonderful sponsors. The first one is iConnect. iConnect, engagement with Israel that earns you rewards. Earn points and connect with Israel with articles, games, quizzes, polls, and more. So what exactly is iConnect? Well, iConnect is a social gaming platform where you can play, earn points, and receive cool prizes all for free. Their goal is to keep you connected with Israel no matter where on the globe you are. Now, why should you play? Because iConnect introduces you to a unique way to acquaint yourself with all things Israel while working towards winning once-in-a-lifetime experiences. So head on over to www.iconnect.co.il. That's www.iconnect.co.il and start playing today. Our second message is from Israel Phones who is the leading provider of communication devices for people traveling to Israel. Israel Phones offers SIM cards, MiFi devices, which are mobile Wi-Fi hotspots, travel products, and serves the connectivity needs of tour groups, synagogues, schools, community missions, study programs, and individuals supplying you with international prepaid SIM cards, cell phones, and USB portable modem hotspot rentals. Israel Phones consistently provides dedicated support for your travel cell, offering cutting-edge technology at competitive prices. For more information on what Israel Phones can do for you on your next trip to Israel, visit www.israelphones.com. That is www.israelphones.com. That is my best radio announcer voice. Whoa. Smooth jazz with Michael Sano. Hey, how's it going? And welcome <laughs> to the crib. Um, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Episode six. Episode six. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of fun stuff. A lot of stuff. There is actually a lot to talk about today. Um, and all of it is fun. Our last podcast, episode five, where we talked about what we were doing why we were doing it um that huge mark on my face which hey it's gone he's pretty again i'm so pretty oh so pretty that's just that uh, nah we're done um uh yeah so a lot holy cow we have more viewers thank you so this podcast is available on soundcloud that's where that's sort of like the root that's where it where it emanates from that's where it springs from well it springs from here in our house and in our studio um and then we push that spring over to a different spring which is soundcloud um 
And SoundCloud gives you analytics. It tells you how many people have been watching. And one of the crazy things, like I can go back and I can look at how many people have watched over the past 30 days um, or the past um, year. But I don't need to go back a year because we've only had, this is our sixth episode. And since we're doing it every Monday, we've only been out for about a month. We're young. We've, yes, we are. Uh, Doe-eyed. I don't know if that's a compliment, but we are. Um, So uh, uh, I I haven't really done any advertising whatsoever for this. We're going to start advertising. We're going to start doing Facebook ads. And that will push us out to a larger audience who, you know, with with the keywords that we use, Israel, Israel travel, Jewish, Jewish culture, Israeli culture, all that stuff. Um, and of course, the, hash, uh, the hashtags of the city names and whatnot, Tel Aviv, Beersheba, Haifa, Jerusalem, all that. That, that. that generates views on our Instagram page. Um, but it'll also wind up, if I use those hashtags when we're trying to finally advertise, We'll, we'll reach those people on Facebook. But the reason I'm, I'm saying that we have no advertising going right now, with no advertising, we have had over 109 downloads. Wow. Of just our five episodes. So that's nobody. That's in a vacuum. Keep clapping. Yay. Yay. In a vacuum, our message has been getting out to people. Um, and that's pretty intense because that means that, uh, I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? It can only go up from here. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it literally, it can only go up from here. But it's already, if you look at that from a mathematical perspective and think about the exponential growth of this station, the exponential growth of this discussion and people's reaction to our message we're we're still getting i put out um episode five today depending on where you yeah Yeah. depending on where you are i put it out today or late last night and those numbers it's 109 now but i think it was 104 or 105 last night before anything even just went out yeah so that's off of four episodes. That's that many people. And one of those days, we pulled in 55 people. Wow. Thank you for listening. And it was on a random episode. It was on episode two. 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 Yeah, which was flying to Israel. Um, so, um, but the cool thing is, and this is the crazy, crazy part, is where these people are. So normally you'd say, okay, so it's probably people from Brooklyn and it's also probably people from uh, Israel. We're Mm -hmm. probably getting people from Israel who are listening to it, but I'm going to give this to you. And what I'd like you to do is if you could read the, uh, read the place and how many people in that place downloaded this podcast let's go around the world together all right so we have the united states at 40 
and then we're in Canada with seven people, six people in Mexico, four in France, four in Spain, four people in Saudi Arabia, three people in Algeria, nine people in Russia, three in Argentina, two in Indonesia, two in Cambodia, two in the Philippines. Yay! <laughs> two in Malaysia, two in Serbia, one in person in India, one in Thailand, one in Costa Rica, one in Kuwait. Kuwait, that's how I pronounce it. Kuwait, Kuwait. Kuwait, yeah. yes. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> one in Guyana, one in the Republic of Moldova, one in Bolivia, one in Germany, one person in Greece, one in Israel, hello, one in Kenya, <laughs> <laughs> one in Morocco, one in Brazil, one in Italy, one in Honduras, one in Palestine, Honduras. one in Kazakhstan, one in the Dominican Republic, one in Lithuania, one in Vietnam, one in Uganda, one in Ukraine, and one in Trinidad and Tobago. Thank you for wow. everyone around the world there. Good job, you guys. Good <laughs> job. Your pronunciation. And then you did the uh, you did the nightly news Spanish pronunciation. <laughs> Honduras. <laughs> Today in Honduras. <laughs> and amaz- so we have some interesting, I mean, these are some really interesting stats. Um, I wasn't expecting that, honestly. No, I wasn't expecting that at this point. In what we were doing, I thought there'd be a, a lot more slog, a lot more pushing, a lot more um, heavy lifting before we got. I mean, what, what, the fact that people all over the world are pulling this thing, and even if they're not watching the whole thing or listening to the whole thing, these aren't even our views on YouTube. This is just through SoundCloud. SoundCloud. And what SoundCloud is doing is it's, and I don't know. I don't know if it's pulling these stats from other aggregators. Now, what an aggregator is, is that's the other places that you can, you can, you can find it. So it's on SoundCloud. Okay. SoundCloud is our home base. Um, what are you doing? I'm hot. I know. It's, it's really warm <laughs> it's in the studio today. today. <laughs> and uh, these, these lights which make us look beautiful. Hi. Don't help. <laughs> Hi. Um, they don't, yeah, they, they, they generally make it uh, a little bit uncomfortable. But uh, SoundCloud. But SoundCloud, which is our home base, it's where we, uh, it's where we keep all our podcasts. Um, we have other aggregators that pull from our SoundCloud and disperse it, disseminate it to everyone else. One of those is iTunes, Google Play, um, Stitcher, tune in, tune in, and Spotify, which is huge. Shameless plugs. Yes, shameless <laughs> plugs. But I don't know if those um if that data is coming from there as well, or if this is just people on SoundCloud pulling it, and then iTunes has also got stats and all the other places have stats. So I don't even know how many people, cause I have to get that together. I have to get all that information together because of discussions that we are having. And I'm going to be a little bit, and I know, I know I do this. I, I do the editing, um, along with Bigosh, but I, I do the, uh, she's actually the boss where I, um, do the simple edit. And then she looks at it and says, it's, you got to go back. 
I'm nice <laughs> about f- it. <laughs> fix it. Fix it. Please. Constructive criticism. Yes. Um, but uh, what was I just saying? Compiling the data. Uh, uh, okay, so compiling the data. Um, this is just uh, our info that we got from SoundCloud. I have to, I have to get all the information together. Um, I also have information on YouTube, so oh. our YouTube views are right on par. They're about the same. So each episode Yay. is generating anywhere from you know twenty to twenty-five views, and that's with no advertising, none. And all of this is about to change. Over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be purchasing some Facebook advertising, not buying friends. Cause I saw, I saw a weird video on that. And, uh, what they're like friend farms or like farms or something like that. And what it is, is it's places in like Pakistan and India. And, uh, you can, um, when you go online and they say, Hey, get this many Instagram likes or this many Instagram followers or this many Facebook followers or whatever. Um, there's no engagement. And the thing that I'm finding is that with our Instagram, we're, we're actually receiving engagement. I have people commenting. I'm responding to comments. You Um, are. Yeah. Have you, uh, remember I said to you, so I, years ago when I first went to Israel, um, no, the second time I went to Israel. Yeah, when I went with you to Jerusalem. Yes, we went to Jerusalem, and I got my hair cut by this wonderful, wonderful um, Arab man in in the Muslim quarter. He's such um, a beautiful soul. He is. He was. He was. He was a sweet guy. Did not speak any English, but he was just the nicest guy. Um, and I ran into him. And that became one of our one of our Instagram. Were you posts. looking for him? Or was no, he- I was walking down the street, and boom, he's sitting there with those guys. That's so funny. <laughs> and not two minutes before had I said it. I feel like somewhere over, I've I, I've been down this street before. I feel like <laughs> I did. I get a haircut here, and the then best haircut. <laughs> the best. He used a razor on the back of my neck and around all the uh, edges and everything. Um. He, he was amazing and uh, I'm sorry. Uh, and it has nothing to do with the fact that he was an Arab and I, I need to qualify that. Anyone comes at me with a razor, a straight razor, like an old fashioned straight razor and says, okay, don't move. I'm not moving for one. And two, um, I'm, I got the jitters and he just deftly just, cle- oh, he, he's, a, he is a master. So look on the shops as you're going through, and it really is a hole in the wall. Um, you would walk past it. Like, if you weren't just, like, aware, you would really walk past we it. We did. We walked past it, remember? And then I walked back. I said, hold on a minute. And I yeah. walked back, and I said, I'm going to get a haircut. And you yeah. went, what? <laughs> you're going to, what? And I said, yeah, I'm going to get a haircut. Um. And I wound up just meeting someone that was absolutely amazing. And I was blessed with the opportunity to be able to run into him again, hanging out, just hanging out. Like that's, that's like we chill somewhere and we do not find it entirely special or amazing. It's just our stoop. 
You know what I mean? And, uh, but th- that was his stoop that, and wow. I, I, it's, it's, it was his chill spot. Um, he needed a cool hat that, <laughs> that would have finished it off. But, um, yeah. So, um, uh, my whole point for bringing all of that up was I got a lot of feedback on that one. I got a lot of likes on that one. Um, and we're getting some real engagement, uh, all of the uh, all the fans that we have are thank you so much. You guys are reaching out to us through Instagram. I'm getting comments on YouTube about stuff. Um, and if you put in a comment on YouTube, this is important. I need to tell you. Um, apparently, there's a gateway, um, and sometimes, and it has nothing to do with what I've set up. It has, it just, it's, it's the way their algorithm works. Sometimes stuff shows up as spam. So I have to go through and sometimes I find regular comments that are showing up in spam. Um, so if it doesn't show up, please be patient. Um, between editing, between making this, filming it, between recording it, all of it, um, sometimes things get a little backed up. But I do think about you guys, and I do go, and I do see it on my phone. And forgive me for not being adept enough at being able to respond to the YouTube comments because I have my personal YouTube account, which is set up with my personal YouTube, and then I have the 12 Cities, which is our business one. Um and I, I keep all that separate. So I don't, um, I don't always have access to responding to comments or understand exactly what I need to do in order to have that functionality. I may have that functionality, but just have no clue how to use it. Soon to be tech savvy. Yes. Actually, I, I find myself to be pretty tech savvy. You are, you are. I just, um, there, there are holes in my knowledge. Um, but, uh, what was I, there was a reason why I was going because we went somewhere. Where did we go yesterday? If I say the name wrong, just stop me. <laughs> no, I'm going to see. Cause remember the last episode you were like, I, I have no idea what event <laughs> we're going to. And it was because I never told you what event we're going to. Yes. But now that you've gone to the event, what was the event? The Jewish, Jew, the Jewish post. Nope. No. Cool. Place. Jerusalem. Yes. Jew, the Jerusalem post conference. Yes. Good job. <laughs> so we went to the Jerusalem post conference um, yesterday. And what the Jerusalem post conference is, is it is, um, it's a conference where they have a lot of people from, American and Israeli politics and a lot of big minds um, in the United States and Israel who address some of the issues uh, that go on today. And it's not all politics and it's not all religious. Some of it is just um, it was a cool one. It was um, an environmental one. So it was like helping with the reversing desertification. In oh, Israel. yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. All right. So uh, we went to. Ben-Gurion University, which yes. is in the Negev, which is a what? The Negev is a desert. In every <laughs> sense of the word. It is. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's so hot. It is so hot. Um, it's flat. 
They're really flat. Really, really flat. But it's beautiful and I love it and it's an awesome place to be. So if you've been to Israel and you haven't been to the Negev, you haven't seen Israel. So, um, But one of the things that Ben Gurion University, which is in the Negev, um, does is they do a lot of programs for bringing water to the desert. Um, water's, you know, a precious commodity and, and, and they share this technology. And that's one of the, uh, that was one of the focuses of some of the discussions that were going on at the Jerusalem post conference. Of course, some of it's political. Of course, some of it is going to be about, um, you know, tensions between, between the different factions within Israel, not just, um, Arab and Israeli, but Israeli and Israeli or American and Israeli, just uh, there. It's an unending conversation when it gets to that. Um, but what they had is they had a lot of tables outside of the, the big conference meeting hall. And they had these really, really, really amazing, um, amazing vendors. I don't know that they were vendors as much as they were. We'll call them vendors. Panels. No, not panels either. No, you're tabling. Yeah, there were you know the tables outside of a conference. You go and you, the people, uh, the like vendors. Comic-Con. Yeah, they're vendors. Um, I don't Goodness. know. Yeah, but they're they're and we don't have the word. Um, mm-hmm. but one of them was the JNF and the JNF. I was talking to the woman there. The JNF is the Jewish National Fund. Now the Jewish National Fund predates the state of Israel, and. Uh, one of the cool things about it is there, I don't know if you've ever heard of this. Have you ever heard of plant a tree in Israel? Planet train. No. Plant a tree. Plant, wait. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's, so there's always a big drive. Christian churches do it too. Yeah. They get on board with it. But all of that is through the JNF. Now the JNF was, uh, if I get this right, I am a rock star. So the JNF was established during the World Zionist Organization at the time when Theodore Herzl was alive, and it was done with the intention of buying tracts of land from landowners in the Ottoman Empire for establishing farms, which eventually became the Moshavim and the Kibbutzim. The Moshav and the Kibbutz, the farms. The social. Remember we talked about that a couple of episodes back? So the JNF goes all the way back to then. Did you know that? No. Remember that whole discussion I was having? Yes. That's, you You don't look. It's a lot. Yeah. There, that's there an, was a lot in that episode. Yeah, there was. There was a lot to unpack. So, but <laughs> what's neat is I think I've been to this conference before and they've been there before. They're always there. Okay. And uh, they always have cool tchotchkes to give out. They had keychains. They're and, so pretty. And mm-hmm. yeah, and they had little Sadaka tins for yeah. collecting change and um one of, and they had these little trees which were um these little metal trees. So they were there. Who else was there? Um Rambam Hospital was there, which if you don't know who Rambam well, one Rambam of course, if you're Jewish, you, you, you know who he was. He was a great scholar, great um great uh blanking right now wow my my jew cred is just at zero um yeah he was a torah scholar he gave us a lot of uh responsa 
to a lot of questions that were in the tour. Um, and, uh, I am paraphrasing. I'm not doing a good job, but bottom line, Rambam is also the name of a hospital in no, no. Haifa. Yes. Haifa. Haifa. And what's funny is I did a, I did a vlog on Haifa and without me. Yes. Without you. Wow. Uh, no, okay. you, you produced it. You don't remember. It's actually one of the fewer watched videos on our channel. Did you know that? And it's one of the most beautiful. It's one of the coolest ones. Out. No, I'm serious. And I'm, I, um, my wife wanted to go to Haifa based on that video. And hey. some of the and and we've been to Haifa, uh, Bigash and oh, I. Oh yeah. And every like once part in a, of my soul is still on that hill. It's just <laughs> one of the most fantabulous cities on the planet. Um, but as we were walking around in the Jerusalem Post conference, Rambam. Why do I know Rambam? Yes. And I was, uh, and all of a sudden, I remembered exactly because it's the hospital at the bottom of the hill. Um, at the bottom of the mountain, next to the port, um, next to the train stop, Bat Galim. And Bat Galim is Your this, that's my, beach. oh, it's my favorite place. It's this little like seaside town with restaurants and all kinds of places. And uh, so I got into a nice, long, healthy discussion with a uh, woman, Ellen, from there. And she was really great, really nice uh, she's the president of the American Friends of Rambam. Um, and we were discussing one of the one of the directions that we're going to be going in the future with this podcast. And that is to uh, to interview people, to interview people from Israel, to interview Americans uh, who have close ties to Israel. Because this formula that I was explaining to everyone yesterday at this conference was was the eight and four, okay? And that's eight months in uh, the United States and four months in Israel. So it's, it's and I think I discussed it last, did I discuss it last, po or one podcast? Yes, you did. I remember you mentioned it in one podcast. Yeah, and we're going to be one here, yeah. And we're going to be here for four months, Israel for two, two months, four, back to and while we're here, we're going to be interviewing, you know, Americans and Israelis who are in America. And when we're there, we're going to be interviewing Israelis. In Israel. <laughs> in Israel. Um, and one of the people that I want to talk to is her. And nice. specifically some of the people from Rambam. Um, there was also a hospital in Jerusalem. And I and blank on the name of it we only spoke to them for a moment because there were so many people in front of their table yeah um but the the neat thing about it was everyone that we spoke to about it was like oh wow that's so great yes all right um it is we're almost on the half hour, so what I need to do real quick is I need to I need to give a couple more uh, 
Shout outs. Exactly. Shout outs and messages from some of our sponsors. Um, our next one is Neviot. Um, I'm going to hand this one over to Bigosh. Yay, I get to read. Yes, as she as tears down the studio. Okay. All right. I get to be like Michael. Neviot flavored water. Nature at its best. Neviot delivers you with a true combination of health and pleasure. Based on Neviot natural mineral water, one of, its ki- one of its kind in Israel. It's enhanced with 5B group vitamins, and it's naturally sweetened. It is low in calories, which is only 30 to 40 calories per 8 fluid ounces. There are no preservatives and no color additives. It is available in delicious, indulging flavors, apple, peach, and grape. If you're in Israel, you should be drinking Neviot. For more information, check out their website at www.neviotglobal.com slash en slash home. www.neviotglobal.com slash en slash home. That was painful. <laughs> Do the next one. Come on, come oh, on, come okay. on. Makolet. Our next sponsor is. Our next sponsor is Makolet Online. Makolet Online's main goal is to make Israeli gr- groceries, and Judaic products affordable and available to everyone in the USA and Canada. Their online store carries items that are unavailable in most places in North America. Things like tahini, Israeli chocolates, frozen barakas, and the Neviot water that we are drinking here today. At Makolet Online, you will find your favorite Israeli goods or simply enjoy brand new flavors. All of their products are kosher and most are manufactured in Israel. If you want to taste the Blah, blah, blah. If you want the taste of Israel delivered to your home, visit www.makoletonline.com and order today. For an added bonus, if you use this code 12 cities in Israel, all caps, no spaces, all one word, you'll receive 15% off of your entire purchase. So again, visit www.makoletonline.com and order today. Come to Macoleta Online. Come to Macoleta Online. If you use the code 12 CDs in Israel, we'll give you 15% off. Okay. That- Everyone wants a sale. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I felt, I've never been that free. <laughs> I, you, you did. You were it. having fun. Oh my gosh. I was having a blast. Did you see my face? Yes. When the Neviot. <laughs> I was I was feeling Neviot, and uh, while you were doing that, um, for some of you, for some of you who are watching this, you probably see saw my face go <laughs> like this with uh, a little bit of anger. I wasn't angry; I was concerned. Um, my cat Tabitha s- s- decided to use the tripod that's holding the one thousand dollar atomos um digital monitor that we have as as something to scratch her back on and if that look on my face was terror so um <laughs> so i had to i had to gently i'm, I'm using gently my foot. kick her no i didn't <laughs> kick her i pushed I, literally i pushed her away with my foot and then i had to swat the air so that she like oh yes i scared her i'm Mm. sorry um okay so uh we were on the subject of oh 
Yeah, we were on the subject of being at the Jerusalem Post. So here's here's the thing. I think you were confused about why we were there in the beginning. And so there are a lot of, I I think in the beginning of this podcast, there were a lot of, uh, there there was discussion about what goes on there and about the politics of it. And um, it's, I don't think it's fair to say that it's, it's a right wing thing because there were, there were a a number of people from the left there as well. Um, There were Democrats there, there were Republicans there, American, um, what is it, politicians, and then there were also Israeli politicians, and um, they all had different views, and their all of their views were allowed to be um, voiced. voiced, yes, but the whole thing is, we weren't there for that. Yeah. I, we were there, this is so hilarious, we were there to network, 100%, we were there to network, I was there to sell. I was there to sell this show. And I don't mean sell this show for a price, but sell this show to generate interest. I had a stack of, how big was the stack? At least. Um, was it about that big yeah, or bigger? Like a little bit like. Less? It? Yeah. Oh, you're more. I'm, I don't know. I have smaller fingers. I don't know. Okay. So <laughs> you had, but it was an S ton. It was a lot of them. It was a hey, lot of cards. Um, you see, <laughs> <laughs> this is a clean show. So, um, but I had a lot of cards and in the, in the last episode I gave up, a, was it the last episode? I gave up a little secret about myself, about my social anxiety. Um, so the success of this show is more important than any anxiety that I will ever feel. My love for Israel is greater than any anxiety that I will ever feel. In the same way that my need to graduate with a degree from the college of my choice was greater than my need to succumb to my issues with mental health. Um, wow. I tried to say that nice and sounded loony. Um, holy cat. My issues with mental health. <laughs> ah, come on. Ah. Oh, you're wearing shoes, but no pants. Um, okay. Um, and that's, it was, that is the opposite of what I'm trying to portray. Um, my issues with anxiety. Okay. So, um, what I did is I just went there and I we decided that during the breaks, I had decided, and then I let you in on it, um, that w- during the breaks, and there were a number of breaks, um, everyone was going to come out and I was just going to get rid of this stack of cards. That was his goal. Get rid of this stack of cards. Let everyone that I came across who would be willing to take one and listen to me for two seconds. And I had a neat little spiel. Um, elevator pitches. That's exactly what it was. How did you know that? That it's like. Where did you hear that? You know what I heard it in film school because it's like you're gonna get into a room and you gotta pitch your idea in thirty seconds or less, and you have to get someone to at least have some type of interest because you have to get your main point across. Because like people like, all right, I got thirty seconds. Time for me to go. And if you don't get your point across in those thirty seconds, it's for nothing. 
So I read, I told you in the last episode that I read a number of books on casual conversation, on uh, small talk and on salesmanship. And uh, elevator pitches were one of the, one of the key guides to uh, what you need to, what you need to master so that you can get your point across. And mine was, hi, my name is Michael Sano. Would you, or no, um, hi, would you mind if I give you my card? And I did not run across anyone who said no. Um, everyone said yes. I said, my name is Michael Sano. Um, I have a podcast with my partner here, Rachel. We, uh, it's called the 12 Cities in Israel podcast. It's a positive podcast about the positive things in Israel. We invite you to, we invite you to watch it or download it, please. And then thank you. I, yep. And nobody had anything negative to say. And only if they like had more questions than they like asked you. So well, like they like they continued the conversation. And they did, and they did. That was the shocking part. Yeah. Um, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> I didn't plan this far ahead. <laughs> I was. I'm going to be honest. I was prepared for rejection. I was prepared for people to look at it and go, uh, I don't know. And one of the things that I had to, when, when I was in Israel in April and I was telling people about the podcast, um, a lot of people in Israel didn't know what a podcast was. So I had to say, como radio, so, uh-huh. which is like radio. Um, como being like, and radio is radio. The radio. So, and as soon as I said that, the light bulb went, oh, okay, yeah, I know exactly what it's like. Um, But I didn't have to do that at this, even with Israelis. Um, And everyone was hungry for that. But I think that's because there were so many supporters of what our podcast is about. Now, um, I told you about a couple of the people who were... uh, I told you about a couple of the people who were at the event and who were sponsors and who were uh, vendors. There was one from the Jordan Valley. Did you know that the gentleman in the short, short sleeve shirt, the white shirt, you know who I'm talking about? He had a mustache? Yes. He was the mayor of the Jordan Valley. I didn't even know the Jordan Valley had a mayor. Wow. It's crazy, right? Um but there were a lot of people there. There were a lot of people that I was excited to see. There were a lot of people that I knew there, um, which uh, were very gracious, um, good people. And I'm not going to mention them because I don't, you know, I don't need to bring them into the conversation. They're my friends if they want to be here. And what's funny is I'm, I'm torn between that decision. Uh, because these are people that I want on this show. So by not bringing them up, it's it's a respect thing. But it's also with the hope that, you know. When the time comes. When the time comes, their voice. I'd rather have their voice than my story about them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and they're fascinating people. All of them are fascinating people. Um, but I'm reserving this one little tiny, tiny, tiny not tiny segment. Um, I'm using this as a jumping off point to bring up a discussion that we had um, with Tehila 
from the Sullivan Agency. So one of the groups there was a uh, the Sullivan Law Firm. And uh, one from Bigosh and myself, Dila, thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to us. It was uh, it was a pleasure. I we we ran into her and she said something that was awesome. So I did my pitch. I did my spiel, my little salesman shtick. And uh, she says, hold on. I have to introduce the next person who's about to go on stage. No lie. For real. Yeah. But I want to talk to you. Will you be here when I get back? Uh, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> she was, I mean, it was, she, um, she did something that I wasn't prepared for. And it's, it's difficult when you come up with something when, especially when you create something new and it's so close to you and it is literally a sensitive part of yourself. This is a part of myself. This is part of my identity. This is a brand, 12 cities in Israel, but this brand is me. And she validated that for me in a way that very few people have or even would be able to. I like what you're saying. I want to hear more. I have to do something very important. But when I'm done with that, will you be here? There is a very short list of people in my life who have done that. One of them is Jeff Rosenfeld. One is one of them is Bigosh. Um, you did that because you instantly believed in my vision. You saw what I was doing. Another one is my wife, Stephanie, um, who who literally is just support at times supported this out of hers and my uh, capital. You know what I mean? Um, and those people are and and. Moti and, and the, the Beton family who has just been like right there behind me and Neely Kane, who, whenever I've had a question, these people, I told you it's a short list. Um, so yeah, so I wanted, I wanted to say that to Thank you so much. Um, it's, it's, it's from the bottom of my heart, you validated everything that I do. Um, and I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to, to reaching out to her and, and seeing if we can work together. Um, they know a lot of people, they know a lot of interesting people. They are interesting people. I'm actually interested in, in having them on and talking to them. Um, and that gets to, so this conference, these people, Ellen, Tahila, the woman at the JNF table, the woman at the um, at the Jerusalem Hospital table, the Rambam. No, that was Alan. The other, oh, the other, the other side. Yeah. Um, 
the people in the hall that we spoke to, that woman we spoke to, I gave her my card. Oh, and the entrance. Yes. Um, there was this wonderful, wonderful woman we spoke to, older woman, who uh, she has a lot of wonderful ideas, and she wanted to speak to one of the speakers as they came out. And uh, I, I encouraged her. I said, go, go talk to her. And she did. And it was, it wound up being a really good conversation for her. But my point is, all of these people came together around something that they saw intrinsically, that was intrinsically positive. Okay. And all of these people are able to, like JNF does it with the land. With beautifying the land. Um, Sullivan Law does it by strengthening business relationships and helping out Israelis and Americans work together in a business and legal environment. Um, Rambam does it by, and this is, blows my mind. Um, it's important because remember I had told you I had read about the underground thing that they do and all that. The bunker. So the Rambam, bunker. yeah, Rambam Hospital in Haifa has a uh, an underground garage that they can turn into a sealed off um, bunker, which is a trauma uh, emergency room that can hold a thousand people. I heard 1,200 people. It was some ridiculous amount of people. And I had self-sufficient too. Yeah. And I had read about it. And on top of that, there's room for bringing family members. Because there's a school on the facility. Yeah. Of work staff. So if you have kids and and it's for a, a big, big event, like war, national emergency, national disaster, something like that. And it was just, it was tremendous. And I started speaking to her about this article I had read in the Jerusalem report, which is, it's funny because the Jerusalem report is a magazine that's put out by the Jerusalem post. Now my friend who was one of my professors, um, uh, Elchan, Elchanan. Okay. He is left. He is left, 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 left. Okay. Um, as Ayelet Shaked and some of the far right parties are right, 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 right. He is left, left, left. So I'm talking to him. I'm telling him, and I'm tragically in the middle. I literally, I am tragically dancing that razor thin edge in the middle. Um, where I'm, see, because I'm the worst. I'm I'm the worst in the argument because I always go, well, you know, I could really see where he's coming from. Oh. What do you mean you can see where it's like, well, because, you know, you are being kind of a jerk. Well, ah, and it's, it's so it really ticks people off. So I read the, I get the Jerusalem report comes out once a month and it's got some great articles. It's got some great writing in it. Um, this is not a plug. This is a plug for it because it's good. It's good reporting and it's good literature. Um, so, and I went and I tell, told Elchanan. Now, the Jerusalem Post, I brought this up, kind of danced around this in the beginning. The Jerusalem Post falls on the conservative side in their opinion. Mm-hmm. Their reporting is not conservative, but in their opinion, they fall a little bit on the 
to the conservative side. So I was telling Elchanan, hey, I have some articles I want you to read, but they're in the Jerusalem report. And I know you know the Jerusalem Post falls to the right. But then he cuts me off and says, no, the Jerusalem report. It's a wonderful magazine. It has some of the best articles. They're fully, I have no trouble with the objectivity of the Jerusalem report. I was like, wow, because he was my <laughs> professor at the time. I, and I was like, I'm so smart. I'm so worldly. <laughs> this is so great. Oh, I'm totally going to get an A. <laughs> so, yeah. So in the Jerusalem report, this whole roundabout as I go around the mountain to get to the top is that the Jerusalem report was where I read this article about Rambam Hospital. And that was what I told Ellen. And she was like, yeah, I remember that article coming out. And then I said, what about Operation Good Neighbor? And she had never heard of it. And I said, that was, um, it ended in 2018. And that was the, with the war in Syria, all the casualties, some of them would be brought to the Israeli border with the hope that the Israelis would help them give them care. And of course, what did Israel do? Absolutely. Come. And they took them. They had field hospitals all along the border, but they also, for the really big cases, they brought them. Yeah. They brought them to, uh, hospitals in Jerusalem, hospitals into, in, uh, in Haifa. Um, and what was the one that she was telling us about, about the brother, there was something the the child, so oh, what, uh, I think that was the hospital in Haifa. Yeah. But what was the thing? The girl needed it. So there was a little girl that was injured and they brought her in and like amongst doing all the tests, they found out that oh, she had cancer man, that's and right. the only person that would have been able to donate bone marrow to her mm-hmm. i think yeah that's the exactly only possible it. donor was her brother that was in syria so they did a secret mission to go bring the brother from syria to rambam and then sent and then took him back to where he was and apparently it wasn't as bad where he was thankfully thankfully and um and she was she was able to get help. Yeah, and them. and the the thing she wanted most though was to go back to her school, but she was terrified that it was destroyed, yeah. and it wasn't. She, she was found able that to go end. back. Yeah, so and they, she became a part of the Rambam family for the time that she was there, and it just it's it's. So, I have to. This is, and we're getting close to the end, so this is a good segue, and I'm going to bring up this group later um but i want to touch on it so there's a thing called in in jewish culture called simcha and you know what the word simcha is yes you do refresh my memory it's okay don't worry um (coughs) joy i was about to say happy because it's like sameach is happy and simcha is just joy um and that was one of the things that i saw on people's faces yesterday 
when I started talking to them about what I'm doing and the fact that I want to change the conversation, that I no longer want to talk about all the bad things. I want to talk about all the good things, you know, so that we can address the bad things a lot easier when we have tikva. Tikva is hope. And a lot of people have no hope, even in Israel, you know, um, and we need it. And Simcha is the only, Simcha and Tikva go hand in hand. So joy and hope go hand in hand. Um, and I saw hope in people's eyes when I told them about what we're doing. And I also saw Simcha in their eyes when I talked to them about what we're doing. The more I talked to them, the more joy came. You know what I mean? So they really started seeing what our message is, what our mission is, what we want to do. And before we got on today, I gave you a little mini YouTube concert where I showed you more of this joy. And there is an organization. I think, I don't know how to refer to it. Is it an organization or a group? Because I, they're both. Yeah, I, I don't know how to define them either. So they're, and I'm, I'm going to be bringing up all of these different elements and little uh, prismatic elements of the Israeli rainbow. Um, that is Israeli society because these are little nuggets that I want you to know about. These are little interesting things that I want you to be able to identify with, to be able to touch so that you can touch Israel in the way that I'm hoping you can engage with Israel in. Um, and this organization is called Kululam. And what do they do? They're these amazing. What so, do they do, though? They sing. What do they do? They bring groups of people together that have never met each other before, and they teach them how to. How they teach them a song, and by the end of it, it's like this wonderful masterpiece. That's like awe-inspiring. So one of the ones that they sang was um, Believer by Imagine Dragons. And it's, on its own, it's a fun song. Yeah. But what they did was they split each, they, they had it all on a page, and they split each, pers- each person into a section, and they, uh, first things first, I'm <laughs> on the mountains on my head. And then this other group went, and uh, I'll put a link to it in this episode on the, if you watch the video version, you'll be able to see it. But the reason I bring that up is the reaction that these individuals have as they're singing. Yeah. Like in the midst of it, you, you see them and they're like, oh, oh my gosh, like it actually works. And that's one of the things that's forgotten about. That's one of the things that is forgotten about when people say the word Israel and what people don't know about Israel 
is that Israel wants to sing. Israel wants to feel joy. And they don't want to feel it alone. They never want to feel it alone. You're always invited. You're always welcome. And uh, I encourage you to try to find that joy um, in some aspect of Israel, either on YouTube or in actual Israelis that you meet. Um, Try to... uh, Try to feel that joy. Sometimes it doesn't always feel like joy. Sometimes it comes across a little serious. Because sometimes Israelis can be serious. But that's him because there. Um, on that note, on joy, um, I think we're going to wind down. Boo. I'm sorry. I know. And I want to talk more about Kululam. And I feel like I just, uh, I feel like I just threw it up on the wall. And then. Um, Next episode. So, yeah, actually, maybe next episode we'll talk about Kululam a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, so that was one of the things. We we got a wonderful opportunity to meet a bunch of wonderful people um, and experience just some joy about Israel and some joy about um, what Israel is to them, to us, and could be to everyone. So, um, on that note of joy and feeling good, I want to tell you about two organizations, um, that are very important to both of us. One of them is Ale. Ale helps children with complex disabilities receive state-of-the-art medical, educational, and rehabilitative care in Ale's four facilities. In addition, Ale provides thousands of outpatient treatments annually And without LA, many of these children would be forced to spend their lives in hospitals with no opportunities for rehabilitation, education, and the love and warmth of a home. Please visit www.ale.org. That's www.aleh.org and see if there's a way that you can help. Reading voice. Our second sponsor... Uh, no, no, it's an organization that we feel it's important oh, yes. that people should check yes. out. This is Schneider Children's Medical Center of Israel, and it is the only comprehensive tertiary care hospital of its kind in the country and in the Middle East, offering the full range of pediatric disciplines under one roof to all children from 0 to 18. Since its establishment in 1991, Schneider Children's has revolutionized the practice of pediatric medicine in the country and has been recognized as one of the leading pediatric institutions in the world. To see what you can do for them, please visit www.schneider.org.il slash eng, www.schneider.org.il slash eng. And while Schneider... They're where I found out about yeah. Kululam. They had one too. They had a performance. Performance. Yeah, they had a performance with all the children in the hospital. It was so beautiful. You can tell him. He cried. I just I lost it. I can't. I they're such angels, and uh, I cried too. It was it was beautiful. So we are definitely going to talk about Kululam next episode. Um, we wanted to also tell you that we want uh, we would like to film 
um, six episodes of our full half hour length, 12 cities in Israel travel show. Um, to do this, we need to be in Israel to film and through fundraising, we are trying to make our budget of $50,000. This will include airfare and lodging equipment and transportation around Israel and a host of other things that are required when on location with a crew of four people for seven weeks in another country by donating just $2 you can bring us closer to the $50,000 that we need and enable us to bring the full 12 cities in Israel web series to life. That's the full half hour show. You can see um, the pilot um, food and fun in Beersheba on our YouTube channel. And it's a lot of fun and we have a lot of great ideas, a ton of great ideas for what to do with it. Um, all right. So thank you so much for joining us for the 12 cities in Israel podcast. Don't for, forget, don't forget to subscribe to our feed and become a part of the 12 cities in Israel community. We'll be bringing you a brand new podcast every week. So keep your eyes out for that. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Google play, Stitcher, tune in Spotify and Yes. Uh, please visit our YouTube channel also where we have the video version of this podcast for you to watch and our other videos that we've produced, including the full-length travel episode on the city of Beersheba in southern Israel. And while you're there, please share it and subscribe and check us out on our website at www.12citiesinisrael.com and on our Facebook page and Instagram where he posts everyday brand new pictures of his travels in Israel. And that's it. Todaraba. Litrot. Yalla bye. Yalla bye. ארוכה הייתה דרכי לגשת עד אלייך את שוברת לבבות, לא רוצה באהבות את שוברת לבבות, לא רוצה באהבות איך עינייך בשיתוף, את צחקת והם חייכו איך עינייך בשיתוף, את צחקת והם חייכו צחקתי בקרצונך ילדונת, ילדונת שחקתי בקרצונך ילדונת, ילדונת